You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. In Las Vegas, someone stole the catalytic converter <laughs> out of the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. Uh, right now, Oscar Mayer doesn't know whether to call a mechanic, a butcher, or a urologist. <laughs> Wow. Wow. That's a bit of a stretch for a punchline, but I laughed. Joe and I got to ride in the official Oscar Wire Meyer Wienermobile several years back, and it was the finest sausage-related transportation I ever got to partake in. I would agree. It stood alone. Uh, you know, we were just talking about how the federal government has ordered state departments of transportation to cut the levity. No more jokes or puns or anything on those highway safety signs. I don't know why. Actually, I do know why. I find that story practically imprisoning in how depressing it is. I know it. I know it. It doesn't seem like a big deal, but it's had such an effect on me. That's the, this sort of thing drives me crazy. Oh, You know, and it's, uh, it's just the sort of big government... Uh, all, you know, involved in every single aspect of life and yet responsive in no aspect of life thing that is socialism and communism. We were talking earlier about the idea that everywhere you turn, there is a bureaucrat who will oppose what you need to do, but cannot make it happen that you can do it all they can do is say no there's no one to appeal to there are only more faceless bureaucrats you could stand outside a building and yell at it but it's not going to do you any good there's never any accountability in collectivism and how suffocating that is we're talking i don't know for some reason the highway sign thing just it, it feels like that to me yeah we're talking about those electronic signs that like you know on mother's day they might say hey your mom loves you drive safe or that sort of thing wait we can't mm-hmm. have 
puns and cultural references and that sort of thing on our highway signs. It's confusing to drivers and could cause harm. That sucks the life out of me. That yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Pete Boot Edge Edge, they say Edge Edge. Uh, his department's behind it. He's been kind of controversial lately. We'll hit on that Boot in a edge, few minutes. Edge. So uh, the plan is to do a little California's crumbling here. Is the band fired up, Michael? Are they they got their instruments tuned and everything? The song is short, but it's important to be tight. Two, three, four. California's crumbling. Oh, that is a short song. That is. Well, don't bore us. Get to the chorus. Uh, I'm looking at all of the stuff I've assembled over the last like day and a half. It's practically, you know, clips of the week where we could do one story after another. Doom, doom, doom. And then the next one and go on for hours. I'll just touch on them fairly briefly. Washington Examiner is doing a three part series on California's aging infrastructure and its impact on the lives of residents. Uh, Californians spend three times what taxpayers dole out in Texas on their uh, on their highways. Highest gas taxes in the nation, um, amount that increases every year to match inflation. Uh, billions of dollars have been spent on upkeep for the crumbling infrastructure, yet California ranks almost dead last in cost effectiveness in condition of its roads and bridges. No way. According to a 2021 report from the Reason Foundation. Put simply, the state does many things poorly and nothing well. The think tank report uh, stated ranked the state 45th in the nation when averaging 13 categories, including pavement condition, disbursements per mile, and fatality rates. I don't know much about disbursements per mile, Jack. I can barely say it. I was complaining about that just the other day. I'm sure I'd disapprove of it if I knew the specifics. That's the third disbursement we've passed in the last four miles. So moving on, completely different topic. Uh, San Francisco District Attorney Brooke Jenkins, who is a breath of fresh air in the wake of the Marxist malpractice of her predecessor, uh, Chesa Bodine, is now trying to get permission from the Board of Stupidvisors in San Francisco. She's begging them to let her cooperate to bring two men to justice who have been protected by the sanctuary city policies. One is a child rapist, and the other murdered his wife. And the city fathers say, well, if the feds want to apprehend them, they will, that we can't uh, cooperate with the feds, because that would be mean to the immigrant community. So they're choosing child rapists over the victims in San Francisco. Moving along, speaking of the city by the bay, formerly one of the great cities in America, They're looking at killing the plan for tiny homes, even though nearly everyone in City Hall agrees San Francisco desperately needs more shelter and housing for the homeless. But familiar hurdles, a barrage of complaints from neighbors and eye popping costs are threatening to derail an innovative proposal to get more people off the streets. There go his eyes in the Mission District. They're trying to uh, build 70 tiny cabins. The plans are now on hold after overwhelming opposition from members of the community in, like, the most liberal city in the world. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're talking about, like, around here you want to build this stuff? No way. Adding to the frustration, the absurd price of building the cabins, which officials estimate will cost up to 10 times more than they would across the bay in Oakland. $100,000 per tiny cabin, not including operating costs. That's just to get them up and and running. 10 times more in San Francisco than in Oakland. And it ain't like Oakland is, you know, uh, Kansas. 
These things are like the second or third most expensive tough shed in the Home Depot parking lot. If you're trying to picture what they look like, oh, okay, they're medium-sized tough sheds, and they're going to cost $100,000 each, not counting operating costs. Wow. If they can find a section of the city that will put up with their presence. The great progressive experiment continues. How about this? Gavin Newsom, the lefty progressive virtue signaling governor, is now in a fight to the death with all sorts of so-called civil rights groups because he can't get the care courts up and going. These are the courts that would take the seriously mentally ill and figure out if they can't help themselves and they're going to die on the streets, we got to get them into care whether they like it or not. Well, your various disability rights groups and ACLUs are making it impossible to do. So they're running into that. Even the government of California, which is left to Trotsky, isn't far enough left for the activist groups. Another example. As California is crumbling, Mike. You're really quick to the, the button there. That was good. That was sharp. San Francisco had hoped to mandate treatment for up to 100 more mentally illness homeless people. They started this program in 2019. They identified about 4,000 unhoused people who struggled with addiction and mental illness. They were going to compel more people into treatment who met strict criteria. Officials estimated the program could help 50 to 100 people get housing and treatment for six months. But only three individuals entered the program and none remain in it today. The program has zero beneficiaries. None. Wow. So I've got this story about how BART, which is the train thing you ride around the San Francisco Bay Area, paid $350,000 for a two-year homeless program that served one person. Look, they they finally decided after a couple of years to look back and see how it was doing. Served one person for $350,000. I mean, it's so ridiculous, it's actually humorous. Um, but one of the reasons is um, uh, they had an abstinence policy for drug or alcohol use and so nobody was interested in this program ah, um, okay they said the the approach of uh, not having the abstinence program would have been more effective and appealing to people who are homeless but suffer from substance abuse so if you have a program where you're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars but you say hey you can't do drugs or be drunk though nobody's interested one person in two years for three hundred fifty thousand dollars got any help from the program i mean that's stunning well, you have a lot of moving quotes in this uh, article about walking down the street and somebody uh, seeing somebody utterly helpless, wasted, profoundly mentally ill, and you'd like to get them into help, but there's just no way to get through the paperwork. Right. Apparently. Right. Just crazy. And actually, the guy behind that uh, perhaps well-meaning law that just can't take effect, uh, Scott Weiner, who's pro-slavery, pro-slavery activist Scott Weiner of San Francisco. And I'm going to call him that for the rest of my career because it's become utterly, utterly, undeniably true that Weiner, who wants to make all sexual activity legal, including street prostitution, underage sex, whatever. You know, he hides some of it, but he he does. His, uh, <clears throat> his law that eliminated the chance for police and activists to go up to incredibly young-looking uh, prostitutes who are sex slaves on the street, he made it illegal to do that, essentially. And the result, according to everyone who deals with human trafficking, sex slavery, 
of underage girls, of women, of immigrants, of, of women with reduced mental capacity who are being used as rape slaves. Everybody is unanimous in saying Scott Wiener's law has made it the heyday now for sex slavery. All around Everybody the state. says that. Yeah, L.A., yeah. San Francisco, everywhere. So you're going to call him a pro-slavery. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a pro-slavery activist. Mm. Yeah. As long as the slavery includes sexual activity, he's in favor of it. Well, the uh, there's a new law that he is pushing uh, to stimulate construction of new housing in the state. Oh, that's right. That's why I wanted to bring this up, because it's so wonderful. It is so California. He introduced this bill. It was signed by Jerry Brown in 2016, part of a 15-bill housing package to make construction easier in the state of California, which is actually a pretty good idea. Now, I probably wouldn't like the way he won about it, but I admit it's a pretty good idea. It requires local governments who haven't met their state housing needs assessment goals to approve multifamily complexes and put aside a bunch of zoning standards and stuff like that. You don't get to enforce any standards because you're not building any housing. It's like taking the reins away from those local governments. Maybe you like this idea, maybe you don't. To take advantage of the streamlining, builders must use sites zoned for residential, blah, blah, blah. They require builders to pay workers prevailing wages on it on projects of at least 10 units. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, okay. So this is the desperate need for housing for the poor but you've made like prevailing wage demands on whoever builds this housing okay that would seem to cloud the waters but let's let's move on projects with at least 50 units of housing must cover workers health care oh whoa 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 wait a minute this is a desperate need and you're going to use temps and subcontractors and stuff like that but you got to cover health care okay that's going to it's making, making it harder, but okay, all right. Developers must also hire workers in apprenticeship programs. Well, what if we don't have an apprenticeship program? Okay, well, all right. Uh, well, Wiener's bill has the support of the California Conference of Carpenters. However, it's unclear whether the powerful state building and construction trades council of California, which backed the original bill, will do so again because the two unions were at odds last session over the labor requirements in the new bill. Carpenters were pleased with the prevailing wage standards, but the trades wanted to see additional provisions pushing developers to hire skilled and trained workers or labor unions. And SB 35 con contained skilled and labor requirements, but the new version appears to have labor stipulations that are closer to the will of the original blah 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 and since unions own the state there's no way to get any of it passed that is absolutely amazing it uh, so this happens now and then i guess where you got a, a major major cause but you're still not going to throw away your other lefty rules similar to the fact that climate change is an existential crisis most important thing happening in the world but not enough that we're going to acknowledge tesla as an electric car maker if we're a democratic right. administration same thing with this homelessness housing crisis is the biggest problem we got but not enough that we're going to you know overlook the mandatory health care for whoever's building the houses or something well to put it more directly we will absolutely not ruffle the feathers of anybody who writes us big checks yeah to right. to get homeless people in houses that would be that's a bridge too far <laughs> you lying phonies many of us suffering from a valentine's day hangover i got a couple of valentine's day related stories or love related stories for you among other things on the way stay with us armstrong and getty
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. U.S. intelligence watched the high-flying airship as it lifted off near China's south coast. That means the U.S. military had been tracking it for nearly a week before it entered U.S. airspace, longer than originally known. Yeah, so that's the only new news on the whole balloon thing. That first big one that was a Chinese spy vehicle with, you know gazillion pounds worth of apparatus hanging off of it um uh we saw that thing launch so we tracked that thing the whole way and we're just finding that out now so i don't know what that tells us that makes the whole thing more confusing to me if we were tracking it all the time then why are we now blasting just everything we see out of the sky? It's entirely political. I wonder if we knew it exactly what it was. We did know what it was. So the confusing stuff the Pentagon was saying about it wasn't a threat, you know, we we know it wasn't a bomb or whatever, it's because we, we saw it put together. We know where the parts came from. We saw it launch. We knew everything about it. We just didn't want to say that out loud. I think your theory is absolutely right. We were going to let it go clear across the United States. We were going to, we were going to know everything about that program. What what it is, how they launch it, where it traveled, all that sort of stuff. But fortunately or unfortunately, depending on whether you buy this story, the Montana farmers saw it and they had to respond to it and act like it was new news. Yeah, but that all fits, except now that it's out, well, I guess maybe the floundering Biden administration didn't realize that it would come out, that somebody leaked it, that we've been tracking it all this time, and so they blasted a bunch of used car sail <laughs> balloons out of the sky right. so they'd look decisive, I guess. Mm. Why not just say, hey, look, y'all, we've been tracking this thing for a long time. We're absolutely on top of this, because um, that makes it look like a lie. That they blasted a bunch of stuff out of the sky. They don't even know what it was. 
So came across this story. Here we are day after Valentine's Day, and uh, maybe you decide, you know what? I don't like that person. They didn't get me a nice card or anything like that. I'm going to break up <laughs> with them. The, um, the most common way to break up, especially for younger people or shorter relationships, is ghosting now. I don't think it's probably common to you know like end long-term relationships, but any like dating relationship on the shorter end, you just ghost. It's it's become the normal. It's the most common way to do it. You just stop wow. texting them back or responding to emails or whatever. And it fits in with the story we were talking about yesterday about young people don't have the nerve to call and talk to the pizza person on the phone. Oh, wow. So right. how would how would you have the nerve to call to to sit down with somebody and tell them you want to break up? Right, if you can't, uh, you know, communicate the uncomfortable notion of I'd like some pepperoni on that, how are you going to say I just don't think we have a future? I don't like you that much. Wow, is ghosting the new normal? Does that fit with your experience? Text line four, that doesn't actually have anything to do with the undead. Uh, text line four one five two nine five KFTC. Is that actually happening out there? God, what a horrible thing to do to someone! You're an awful person if you do that. By the way, what? Listen to the old Getty. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The sound of explosions has been nonstop, both outgoing and incoming. This is the last Ukrainian-held village before the Russian front line, about three miles in that direction. They were even jumping into our trenches, trying to take them over. Ostop told us, we jump into their trenches, they jump into ours. Trench warfare, close enough, we were told, to throw grenades at each other. Russian troops have been inching forward, but at a tremendous cost. Thousands of lives fought over moving feet at a time, just like World War I or many wars throughout history. And many, many, many thousand rounds of ammunition, too. I understand that's becoming a, a critical issue. Who can get resupplied the, the fastest? And 
and uh, the United States, uh, various folks are saying, hey, we're getting kind of low over here ourselves. I don't remember if that clip made it clear. We're talking about the war in Ukraine, and Charlie Daggett is there wearing full, like, armor because, I mean, he's right there where they're fighting. And one of the uh, Ukrainian soldiers saying, sometimes we're 15 feet apart. Wow. And that's something. Practically hand-to-hand combat. Switching trenches back and forth. It's a hell of a thing that's going on right now, and it's not getting a lot of reporting, as Charlie Daggett mentioned there, that one of the ta- bigger towns that's a, that looks like it could fall to the Russians, there there are no journalists there. They're being told to stay out. The fighting is so intense. So it's going to take a while for this to shake out to even see what's going on. I uh, did get some text from people who have been ghosted. Maybe we'll get to that in a little bit, as that has become the number one way to break up with people, apparently. Disgusting. That is that is something. That's shocking. I actually kind of did that once. A long time ago, and wow. I've been ashamed of it for 40 years. Pre, like, cell phone and texting and stuff like that. So what was the pre-cell phone version of ghosting? Uh, now I'd, I'd have to, to, to examine my, my meager memory. Uh, not returning calls, uh-huh. I guess. Um, and then, and you know, not showing up to the places you used to run into each other all the oh, time. right. It's kind of disappearing. How long had you been together? Not a long time. Like weeks? There was, uh, the other party was 100% convinced something was going on. Right. That we had connected. Yeah, that's uh, that's always really rough. If, if you got that whole something is happening here, all that stuff going on in your brain, and you assume it's the other person is too, and they're not. Or vice versa, because I've been on both ends of it. It's tough on both ends. One end is tougher, though. I will admit that. <laughs> well, since we brought right. it up, I'll, I'll mention it now, uh, okay. some of the texts we got. Um, I had a 50-year-old woman ghost me years ago. She must have been a trailblazer. So it's not just young people. <laughs> Ghosting is not just among the young people, said this person. I dated a woman for about three months who was 40. Professional career, very successful. Just didn't text me back anymore with no explanation. No answers down the road. No, no, this isn't working out or anything. Just disappeared. So 40-year-old successful person. Well, you know, if that's the way people are doing it now, it seems odd to me. I get ghosted very frequently. I think it's a result of, yeah, there's nothing wrong with this person, and I don't want to be mean to them, but I just don't want to deal with telling them I'm not into you. So you just don't text them back. Yeah, yeah, I get that. It's hard, and sometimes it's hard because you're being asked to provide something you can't, which is a complete point-by-point explanation of why you're no longer interested and a uh, refutation of any of their offers to change. Well, yeah, that's one of the things you realize with age, um, but and it's tough. Is they're, 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 There's not a reason. Just, they're just not into you, or you're not into them. That's one of the best, simplest pieces of wisdom to emerge in pop culture in the last 50 years. The notion that they're just not that into you. Yeah, it's not a complicated trying to figure it out. Yeah, I I like the notion that some people sense in ways that we can't possibly imagine how it works exactly anthropologically. They sense a good genetic matchup. Or they sense through a thousand clues, our emotional makeup will work together. And, you know, under the best circumstances, you're right. Or you might be half right or whatever, but 
And if you have that deep primal recognition that, no, this is not right, this does not match, you don't need to go through the rest of it. Well, is, you know, it'd be nice if you could go like 23andMe and get a report that says, hey, right. no, these two people do not match up. Right. Um, so is the discomfort of ghosting someone less than if you send them a text and saying, you know, I really like you and we've been having a really good time, but I'm just not getting those feelings for you. And I think I'm going to, you know, go back into the dating world. Good luck to you. At least you don't have to worry about running into them at the grocery store or something if you did that. Boy, that's a very well put uh, little text. Oh, God dang it. But so you mentioned um, young people ghost jobs now. They just mm, stop showing yeah. up. We got this from someone who's been applying for jobs for years and says used to be if you applied for a job or like you were, you know, you actually interviewed, you're in the running for a job, they'd let you know. Now people just don't let you don't just don't hear from them. Wow, so you're ghosted by your would-be employer. Yeah, so that's just a way to let people know. How long are you supposed to wait on a ghost? Like, if you have a couple of days, you get the message that you're they're no longer interested in you? Because you don't you want could to be... explain a couple of days. Beyond that. Right, something fell. They're, they're trapped under something heavy. They could be. <laughs> exactly. They've been abducted. Something like that. <laughs> sure. Although when we got the uh, got this job, this show twenty five years ago, um, the the boss guy who we ended up working with for years and still have a, a very nice relationship with, he said, uh, "What did he say? I'll call you back in an hour." I'll call you right back. Yeah, he got interrupted or something. I'll call you right back, and then he just did. It was like three days, <laughs> and we we're like, "Well, okay, that ain't happening." Then he calls three days later. So anyway, like we were talking about. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, got a woman here uh, who's now in a long-term relationship. Says she ghosted many people in the past. Feels really guilty about it. Yeah, well, you probably should. Well, uh, particularly when you brought up the uh, employment thing, that that uh, jobs are doing that and the employees are doing that. It's the rise of cowardice and the decline of courtesy. I mean, I don't know how else to describe it. And you can okay boomer me if you want. But the one time I ghosted somebody, pure cowardice. (laughs) No single mitigating explanation exists. Cowardice was the explanation. Right. Moving along. Okay, boomer. Uh, later on in that same life, I had a very successful relationship with a girl named Judy, and I am still with her today, thank God. Uh, and we had uh, Valentine's Day dinner uh, t- together last night, of course, and we had HelloFresh. We didn't want to go out and put up with the insanity restaurants on Valentine's Day, and so we picked out which one of the recipes we got this week that we thought looked the yummiest. We cracked a bottle of wine. We had a fantastic dinner last night, thanks to HelloFresh. Now, maybe you like going to the grocery store, spending an hour, waiting in a long checkout line before you get out, but if you don't, uh, HelloFresh's chef-created recipes delivered right to your door is a new way to do it. Skip the grocery store, actually save money, and do Things that you like doing instead of grocery shopping. No, maybe you like to go to the grocery store and fondle the produce suggestively to maybe meet somebody special. Uh, if so, this message is not for you. But yeah, the whole you don't have anything thawed, you're not sure what you want, it's already 6.15 and you're thinking about running to the grocery store thing. Ugh. 
Well, and you don't want to go to the grocery store because you've ghosted so many people. You might run into them. <laughs> exactly. So many reasons <laughs> to order HelloFresh. So many choices. Fit and wholesome, family-friendly, quick and easy, you name it. Even the pickiest eaters will be pleased. It's America's number one meal kit. Sign up today for 65% off, plus free shipping with code ARMSTRONG65 at HelloFresh.com slash ARMSTRONG65. You can cancel anytime you want. If you don't dig it for whatever reason, I think you will, but if you don't, just cancel. Uh, the code is armstrong 65 at hellofresh.com slash armstrong 65 don't you know, ghost get, people that's well, my own, own, own final thing on that uh, just it's, it's you know so here's the deal you're going to hurt their feelings by ghosting them so being scared of hurting their feelings should be off the table because you're hurting their feelings by ghosting them right so go ahead and make it a little less painful by saying I've decided to, you know, try my hand at dating again. Good luck in your future endeavors or whatever you want to say, but that's just not hard not, to do. Right, right. Well, yeah, but it's harder than just not doing anything. Well, so I remember doing this for story. For that person. So it's cowardice. I remember doing this story a couple of years ago, and the idea of breaking up by text seems so horrific. We're now just in this little scenario accepting breaking up by oh text as being perfectly okay. We're advocating that as the decent thing to do. But How quickly have things slid? Right, but it's better than ghosting. Wow. And soon ghosting is better than killing their cat. And <laughs> I don't. Where does this go next? I have one more text. Hey, Jack, maybe you've been ghosted a lot because you're an obnoxious clown. <laughs> That's a possibility, I suppose. An OC. Wow. <laughs> Wow. I uh, I want to get into the Pete Boot Edge Edge thing. Yeah, we should. Um, got a good email about how uh, we were absolutely right. This is my favorite kind of email, obviously, um, about how the idea that specifically California's electrical grid will somehow be able to accommodate a 50% rise in electric vehicles and that uh, they will double the output of windmills. And uh, and this guy goes through the math and then the uh, the metals that have to be mined for all of that and then the fossil fuels that will have to be burnt if you do a reasonable, realistic estimate of what the power grid can accommodate and the rest of it. It's, it, it, it's like saying, honey... I'm going to get another dollar per hour at work, and that's going to enable us to buy a 300-foot yacht. Mm. The number, the numbers are so wildly not working, it's hard to believe anybody would ever even make the claim. So what is going on? Right. Is it what we posited yesterday? You brought us that report that the super green environmental left is saying, no, electric cars, you're right, electric cars, there's no way it works. Of course it doesn't work. We're just trying to eliminate cars, period. Right. And the whole electric car thing's like an interim step. It reminds me of when Obama uh, was like, oh, we're not going for socialized medicine. Are you kidding? Then behind closed doors, the tape comes out. He says, listen, you know, let's claim we're not going for socialized medicine and just go halfway. That's the goal we got to do. And actually, if I'm going to really complicate the discussion, it reminds me of our discussion of Abe Lincoln and how he despised slavery. He was very careful not to come off, especially early in his career, as a 100% abolitionist. Because then he would encounter all sorts of resistance. And so he thought it's better to uh, go for more moderate policies and just chip away, chip away, chip away. 
So I think that's what the environmental lefties are doing. Yeah, they agree. The math doesn't work at all. So you got that train tipping over and chemicals spilling, and you'd think the uh, guy in charge of transportation, Pete Boot Edge Edge, would address that. He didn't. He addressed He addressed the issue of too many white construction workers. So we've got that story coming up for you. One final note on the ghosting thing, just because this is really a good text and a pretty decent point. The reason I ghosted is I knew they would start crying and I would cave. Hence the ghosting. You think if they start crying and say, please, let's just try it a little longer, that you're going to go along with it because you're just, oh, yeah, good call. Good call, friend. Thanks for putting it out. That's rough. Uh, All right. More on the way. Text line 415-295-KFTC. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. We have heard way too many stories from generations past of infrastructure where you got a neighborhood, often a neighborhood of color, that finally sees the project come to them, but everyone in the hard hats on that project looking like, uh, uh, you know, doing, doing the good paying jobs, don't look like they came from anywhere near the neighborhood. Right. You can build community wealth that will help close wealth gaps in this country if we can tear down those barriers. But that happens at the delivery level. That's the fresh-faced voice of Pete Buttigieg. I'd recognize it anyway. Buttigieg! Young Mayor Pete there, the transportation secretary, uh, in these times of absolutely no transportation crises, taking on the crisis of uh, racist construction crews, I guess? Everybody's a bit mystified by that imagined crisis where... Crews don't look like the neighborhoods they're working in. Uh, one wonders if I'm in a predominantly white neighborhood and there's a Hispanic construction crew working, should I be offended that they don't look like the neighborhood? For instance, 
And if is suspected, he was talking about like heavily unionized crews in the Northeast in particular. Um, why don't you talk to your major donors? Because that's who they are. Right. Good point. One of the reasons this is getting so much attention is Pete Boot Edge Edge, at least at the time of that that you just heard a couple of days ago, he hadn't referenced the big train chemical spill story. So he's the transportation secretary. The biggest transportation story in America right now is all the chemicals coming out of that train spill that's got you know, local squirrels dropping dead and, and people uh, the, can't breathe and that sort of stuff. He doesn't mention that. He, he, le- he mentions there's too many white construction workers, which is interesting. Now, I heard one... I get the name local squirrels for my new band. Back to you. <laughs> I heard uh, one commentator say, well, that's how it happens when you hire a mayor of the fourth biggest town in Indiana to be... That's not it. It's not, the, it's not his executive leadership qualifications. It's an ideologue that sees the world through one lens and one lens only. That's what it is. Exactly. Anytime, and especially when you might be in trouble, make it about racism. Always about racism, including the derailed train, apparently. A couple of quick clips for you here. David Spunt from uh, Special Report number 70, Michael. Toxic fumes continue to pour into the air of East Palestine, Ohio, almost two weeks after a train derailed. We were faced with two bad options. Uh, One option was to do nothing and wait for uh, the car to explode. We then made the decision uh, to go ahead with the, the second option, which was the controlled release. And then 72, Michael. Locals on the ground want to see more federal help, specifically from Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg. I think Pistol Pete ought to show up and get out from behind that bulletproof glass and and, you know, and, and, and take a walk. Buttigieg is starting to weigh in on the disaster, not on camera, but on Twitter. Yeah. So uh, a couple of our beloved listeners have been or are in the area of the spill, including uh, Frankie. Uh, my 22-month-old son, Mom, and I were visiting family near Youngstown, Ohio. The weekend the derailment took place, we were staying with family member five miles from the East Palestine derailment site. By the way, I'm in favor of a federal law requiring people to not pronounce what is clearly Palestine as Palestine. Cairo, Illinois, you're on notice as well. It's clearly Cairo, and there are a number of other examples. Uh, But moving along, uh, smoke was visible from her home. I'll include a picture. Also worth mentioning that only a mile-wide radius was evacuated. The incident took place Friday night. We arrived in town Saturday afternoon. We stayed until the following Monday. I woke up Sunday morning to, to irritated eyes. Uh, Monday morning, my eyes were bloodshot, red, and watering. Must I figured I must be suffering from some type of eye infection or issue with contact lenses. Upon returning home to North Georgia, my eyes improved, etc. cetera. Uh, coughing, learning about how dangerous this stuff is. Um, Man, I'd be worried if I, even if it, it was a minor feeling, if I felt like chemicals in the air had bothered my eyes. Eee, you don't know what those are. Yeah, Frankie's especially worried about uh, the young son who's not even two years old. Oh, yeah. But there are a lot of people in the area who are saying, I'm coughing all the time. I have constant headaches. I'm sick to my stomach. And the government is telling me it's safe and fine to be here. I'm worried. I heard from a guy on the news last night who raises foxes as his foxes were. Uh, napping too much or something, he said. <laughs> mm. 
lazy foxes <laughs> leaping over the quick brown dog or something. <laughs> it's a crisis, and Pete Buttigieg is doing nothing about it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we do four hours of this show every single day. Well, every weekday. And if you ever miss an hour, you can grab the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.